Welcome to the Spreading Success Podcast, bringing you the best habits, routines, and strategies from the most elite entrepreneurs in the game to help you find your path to success. Now, let's get right into the show. Welcome back to the Spreading Success Podcast. My name is Ram Raviv, and I'm your host. Today, I'm joined by none other than John Danes. John, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm looking forward to it. For the listeners that are not familiar with you, can you just give us a brief overview of what you do and what you're up to right now? For sure, man. I'm a 19-year-old kid from Nashville, Tennessee. I have a top 100 business podcast called The No Excuses Show, owner of a digital marketing company called 99 Media. I also write for a few different business publications and uh, I'm a public speaker as well. Nice, nice. One of the things that I was most curious about when I was looking at just doing some basic research about you is how you actually got into podcasting at such a young age, because podcasting is not something that really appeals to like the younger audience. So did someone like show it to you or were you just a regular podcast listener? So I was a regular podcast listener. One person who I took a lot of inspiration from, who's now one of my good friends, is a guy named Casey Adams. So he's a beast, man. He's got the rise of the young podcast. And I remember being in my car and I was just listening to different podcasts. I got started on Gary V. Then I went to the MF CEO. Then I was kind of searching around and I found this one called the rise of the young. And at this point, all I had was my digital marketing company with a few clients. And I mean, I was doing okay, but I wasn't really killing it. And I was listening to it and his intro is like 18 year old entrepreneur influencer, yeah. you know, like he, and I was like, dang, man, this kid is a beast. And I kind of started looking into it and I was like, man, how did he do all this? It was through the podcast. And at the same time, I was reading Crushing It by Gary Vee. This is only a year ago. And I was reading Crushing It by Gary Vee. And I was like, man, this is all lined up. I should start a podcast. Because one thing I am good at is speaking, pretty skilled at talking to people. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to try this out. And so I started the podcast and I filmed my intro episode, which was a six minute episode. And I had to do it over 40 times. I tried so many different times to, to get it perfected. So I was not good at the whole podcast thing when I first started. And then I did an interview. I think interviews kind of force you to be good. Because like if you don't yeah. do a good job, like you're kind of in trouble. So I did an interview with the guys who own Entrepreneur Clothing, David Blodgett and Andres. Because yeah. I already had a little bit of a relationship with them just from like buying their clothes and supporting their stuff. And then a couple months later, I got flown out to Ricky Gutierrez's house interviewed him and then the rest is history so yeah i also read his book uh gary's book crushing it it really inspired me and as well actually the whole reason why i got into podcasting was because of casey at the breakthrough event i think like a month or two ago i was able to you know catch him on the side and just have like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him and it really led to me ultimately starting my own podcast and hopefully i'm gonna have him on very shortly, I'm going to be talking to him. But, That'd be uh, awesome. But yeah, so speaking of starting your own podcast, I know that you preach starting a podcast a lot on your Instagram. So why do you think podcasting is such a great space to get into like at this time? Man, honestly, I feel like it's, uh, for every, it's an untapped market. And I know people think I'm crazy for saying that, but for every 2,000 YouTube channels, there's one podcast. It's a statistic now a lot of people know. And there's a lot of attention. Everybody's listening to podcasts now. We're, we're in an age where people are worried about efficiency and quickness. So you can listen to a podcast and be on the go or in the car or whatever. And then, you know, you, you can't watch a YouTube video while you're driving. Or, you know, most people obviously don't prefer to. <laughs> That's why I think that podcasting is an untapped space and it's a good way for you to reach out and talk to people 
that you want to talk to. And all you have to do is put a microphone in between you. So like that's been, it's been a huge networking capability for me. That's uh, branched off and do a lot of great things. So that's why I preach starting a podcast so much. Yeah. So also in terms of podcasting, I know like it's not such an easy thing to start. There are a lot of different equipments and a lot of different methods that you, you need to really understand before you get into this. So what is like the biggest mistake that you see people making when they first start out their podcast or even personal brand? I just think that people take too long to get started and want to have everything perfect before they get going. Like, like I said, I, I still have a USB mic. I don't have a soundboard. I don't have anything special. And, you know, I have a podcast that's done very well and I'm thankful for that. And I don't do anything special or fancy. I think that's a lot of people's problem. You know, they're like, Oh, well I have to get the nicest mics that are $500 a piece. And I got to get a soundboard and do this and that. And I got to have the best editing equipment. No, you just need to start and get your message out there. Obviously, you don't want to have bad equipment or you don't want to, you know, tend to turn people off listening to your show, but you also don't need to be perfect at the end of the day. So I think that perfection, people striving for, for perfection is what cripples and hurts the most people. Yeah, that's definitely something that I was afraid of because I see people like you and Apple Crider and all these people having like all these professional covers done and professional mics and everything. And it feels like intimidating. It's like, how can I become something like them if I don't have all the fancy things and theirs look so much better than mine like just like things like that it's just like how can I get to their level without all the perfection 100% I understand I understand what you're saying I uh, you should you should have seen the first podcast cover that I ever had it was so I'm gonna find a picture of it I'm gonna actually do a post on it on Instagram soon but it was really bad is the point of that it was it was really 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 bad so you know Striving perfection when you first get, you're not ever going to be perfect. And that's something that I learned a lot from Ryan Scribner is a guy who's a personal finance YouTuber. When I sat down with him, he was like, dude, all my stuff on Instagram was literally so, or, or on YouTube was literally so bad when I first got started. And you know, you, you see your growth and the, you know, how much you grow throughout that process. Everybody's just afraid to be bad. That's another Gary V principle, you know, just yeah. don't be afraid to suck. Yeah. So in terms of the podcasting, Obviously, I'm just starting out, but what do you think is the secret to having a top 100 business podcast that not a lot of people really talk about? I would just say provide a ton of value, as much value as you can, and bring on some people that you really like and enjoy. I try to learn something every time I do a podcast or try to have some sort of breakthrough. So like, for example, I don't know if you've ever seen Ali Zamani. He's the king of door-to-door sales. He sold over a billion in door-to-door sales, and he's real high energy. And uh, we did a podcast yesterday and when I got off, I just felt great all day and I had an amazing day yesterday. So that's what you want. And then before this, I did one with a, a man named Dylan Kivo, who is the owner of a publication called Kivo Daily. And uh, he's written for Forbes, Inc., Entrepreneur, all kinds of big publications. And that's a, not only an amazing connection to have, and him and I are hopefully going to do business together, but that's just somebody that motivated me. That's somebody that I learned from. And that should be your goal every time, because if you're learning, and you're hosting the podcast, the people listening are going to learn, you know, tenfold. So that would be my yeah. advice to you. Exactly. And that's also why I thought it would be a great idea to have you as one of the first guests, you know, talking about a podcast, because you obviously do have a top 100 business podcast. So it's Thank because you. I'm also learning as well as people who are too scared to start a podcast or don't know exactly how to do it. I feel like this, this one uh, was a great one to start out with. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad that I was able to come on. I'm glad we got it scheduled out. But 
it's a fun game to play and it's it's fun to be able to help and impact people it was really cool because i'm from nashville so nashville is not really a community or a hub for young entrepreneurs per se so there's i'm not very i mean there's a lot of people here that know who i am i guess but there i'm not like a known person here and when i went to arizona for build your empire event it was really cool because like there's people coming up to me that were like hey man are you john i'm like yeah and they're like oh i've listened to every podcast and it's really impacted me and it you know helped me do this or do that and it's so cool that i'm able to make an impact on people in that way just from a podcast yeah and also, like, I really admire your personal brand that you're starting to build. Thank you. Man. And I liked how you spoke about, like, that the followers don't really matter. Obviously, like, you're not Gary Vee or Casey, whatever, but you're, you're fo- the followers that you do have are the ones that are really gaining all the value and they're really learning from you. Obviously, me being one of them and just looking you. at your stories and things like that daily. So in terms of personal branding... I know a lot of people say that it's the new wave, the next thing to get into really to, because it can branch out into so many things. So do you think that you need a prior skill or expertise in a certain field before you can start a personal brand? Or do you think a personal brand can be even a business of its own? Yeah, that's a great question, man. I think that that's something that a lot of people have a problem with. I think if you have a story, everybody has a different story. I think that that's your personal brand right there, no matter what you've done or how much success you've had, because if that's how everybody's going to compare themselves, nobody on Instagram with a personal brand can throw a rock at Jeff Bezos. So like if that was the mentality of like, oh, well, I haven't done enough, like nobody would be able to be on the internet because there's people like Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates. I never try to have a comparative mentality. So I never try to compare myself or or put myself next to anyone else. So I would say that you do not need a prior skill to to build a personal brand. I think that it's all documentate, like just documenting your journey. Because I mean, you do look at somebody who's had massive success. At one point, they were, you know, broke with nothing and still trying to build what they wanted to build. And I mean, Gary Vee talks about it all the time. Imagine if there was vlogs or, or content that we could go look at when all these huge companies were getting started. That would be so cool. So I think that uh, everybody can start a personal brand. And I definitely think personal branding is a, is a monetizable business. But as my mentor, Brody Kern always says, I love Brody to death, by the way, that's somebody that's really impacted and changed my life. But uh, he always says, don't make it your one thing because your Instagram can get shut down any day now. Yeah. And if that's your only way you're making money, you, you know, you're going to be, you're going to get hit pretty bad. So I would never fully rely on the personal brand. And, you know, Sam Ovens always talks about there's more people that are, you know, starting a podcast or starting a YouTube channel or writing a book or doing a course than there are people really working on their business. So don't get too caught up in the personal brand. I try not to spend a lot of time on my Instagram. Honestly, I try to make the connections and get value from Instagram. And if I can bring people value, great. But I think it's definitely a monetizable brand, but don't make that your one thing. That's what I would tell people. Yeah, just because for me, like that was something that I was scared kind of going into personal branding and podcasting because I felt like I was just so young and I didn't have like all this crazy $100,000 sales and drop shipping or whatever. But I felt like I finally decided to start my personal brand because I felt like it was just something that I was passionate about. Like, even though like I'm not like so crazy experienced, like just passion and entrepreneurship in general, it just, I was trying to be more of like an entertainment outlet and then eventually just build up the personal brand and then just branch out from there. Let me ask you this, Ram. How old are you, bro? I'm 18. So like, dude, at the end of the day, how much experience are you going to have? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like you said, with the comparative mindset, like relative to like all these 15, 17 years old making crazy money, it's just in the beginning, I didn't feel that I was like 
someone credible, you know, or like for the follow or something like that. I understand. But there's going to be the thing that I always say is there's going to be people that really relate to you. There's going to be people that really relate to me. There's going to be people that really relate to Casey or Ricky. And, you know, that's like I got a message the other day on Instagram and it was actually quite upsetting. The kid was like, hey, man, I'm 20. I don't have anything figured out. And I'm looking at people and he used me as an example. And then he used Ricky and he used, I think, Hayden Bowles as an example. And he was like, you guys seem like you all have your life figured out and you're so young and this and that. And it's like, dude, if that's what you're using Instagram for, delete Instagram. Yeah. Like if, if I woke up every morning and said, oh, you know, Grant Cardone, he's got a private jet and I don't. And, you know, my life sucks and this and that. Dude, I would not be anywhere in my life right now. So I would tell people don't use Instagram as a comparative thing. Use it as a money-making opportunity because that's what it is. You have attention. Where the attention is, that's where the money is. And sitting there and comparing yourself to others all day is very unhealthy. So, you know, if you're, if you're not using Instagram to monetize, try to keep your, your, your uh, screen time on Instagram at like 15 or 30 minutes a day because if you're sitting there scrolling and scrolling and scrolling all day, you're going to subconsciously compare yourself to people and then that's going to put your confidence way down. Yeah. It's something that not a lot of people talk about confidence. You need to have a lot of confidence in yourself and comparing yourself to other people is the quickest way to drop your confidence. Yeah. Something that Sam Ovens talked about was when you're on Instagram, like he only has like one or two apps on his phone. So what he does is he, when he goes on like Instagram, for example, he acts as a creator, not a consumer. Love it. So, so that's like important. That's something that really inspired me to like, to how I use my phone. I started deleting tons of apps and I started really focusing on my business and the personal brand and less on like just scrolling and looking what other people are doing. I mean, in the sense, networking is important, but there's just a different way and a different mindset, like you said, in terms of comparing yourself to others and just realizing that that your story is just is worth the credibility or anything like that. It's not specific to uh, your numbers. I agree, man. And I think, Sam is somebody that I've been consuming. Like that's been my guy. My guys switch all the time. It's been like Grant, Andy to Ed to now it's Sam. And I really like watching his stuff and he follows one person on Instagram. And I think the reasoning behind that is because he's not looking at other people all day. And like even Alex Morton was on a podcast. I love Alex Morton too with Grant Cardone on power players. And he was like, I unfollowed everybody just because I'm sitting here looking at other people's lives all day. And you don't see the craft that people go through on Instagram. Instagram is a highlight reel of all the successes. Very few people document their failures. Not even people know about me. The first podcast I ever did was an interview and I got none of the audio. It was an hour and seven minutes. Nobody knows that. Yeah, like wow. that's not even something I talk about, but people see this dude who's interviewed Jet Set Fly and did that in Miami and then went and interviewed Ryan White. But that's that, the thing about that is that is the good part that people see. People don't see that or see the me struggling when I first started to get my podcast on iTunes and getting declined and then declined on iTunes and then getting like the first episode that I filmed 40 times and like struggling to start this thing and freaking out about it. So it's like people don't see that part. They see all the success and they don't see what really goes into it. So that's something that I think we're all guilty of. Yeah, that was also something that I did when I uh, recorded my podcast intro. It took me a long time to figure out exactly what exactly my podcast was going to be about. Just like make something that would make people want to come back to it and learn and obviously my uh my motto for this is just helping entrepreneurs find their path to success so just like using other people's stories and experiences and habits to just help them find their path right man and i think that you know it's huge it's huge to learn from people's failures i think it's a big thing and 
everybody, everything that somebody does, there's going to be a lot of failures. So that's why I like mentors so much because mentors can help you negate your failures, but everybody's going to fail. Everybody's going to struggle. So, you know, and you're your own worst critic too. That's the thing. Like you're going to listen to a podcast with yourself. I'm going to be like, dude, I sound so bad in this. My voice sucks. I'm not meant for this. And I do the same thing. I don't even listen to my own podcast really. A lot, not a lot of people know that either, but I'm like, not like riding around in the car. Like, dude, I interviewed Ryan Stuman. This is so (laughs) cool. Like I don't do that. So because, you know, we'll pick out all our failures. And if, if I sit and nitpick myself all day and say, I did this wrong, I did this wrong, I did this wrong, I would be so unhappy. So, you know, we're, we're our own worst critics for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's just, it's kind of hard for people like just starting out and people who want to be entrepreneurs to just like cancel out all that noise and just have confidence in themselves. Because like I, I knew like I was following Gary Vee since I was 16 I have all of his shoes, the books, everything. And just, I just did not have the confidence within me to start a personal brand. I was worried about what my friends thought. I was worried about family. I was worried about messing up and I was worried about all these things. And then eventually I was after the day after the breakthrough event with Sam Jacobs, I woke up at two in the morning and someone woke me up. I literally looked at myself and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like there are so many opportunities that I was just scared of because of other people and it just like imagine if I started a podcast personal brand at 16 that would have been my thing would have exploded like exponentially already so yeah that's just something that I want to teach to a lot of people is that's kind of the thing that I learned so far through my journey is just just take action and just close the noise outside and just have that tunnel vision and once you get started you just have that momentum it's, and it's really hard for people to, you know, come back in and stop you once you actually get started. hundred percent. It's a fact, man. I love it. I love it. Well, John, thank you for your time. It was a pleasure having you on. Do you have any final words of wisdom that you like to share with the audience? Any final tips? Like I always say, man, just take action. If you have something that you want to do, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So take action, do what it is that you want to do, you know, live your life. So that's all I really got to say. Yeah, man. Thank you for joining me again. If you guys received any value from this episode, the links to John's social as well as podcasts will be linked. Thank you, man. All right, man. Thank you again and see you on the next one.